1: Welcome to the Successful Farming Podcast. I'm Jody Henke. Joining me today is Bob Nielsen, an agronomy professor at Purdue, also known as the corn guy. In some areas of the country, the corn and beans are doing just fine even after the horrendous spring weather, but in others not so much. So a big worry is that there will be a frost before the crops are mature enough to harvest. Now, nobody can for sure predict what Mother Nature has in store in the coming weeks, but trends over the past few decades show the first frost has been occurring later in the season. Bob, what's your take on that, and do you have any predictions?
0: Well, I've heard the same comments from different meteorologists over the years that the frost dates, are, and maybe more importantly, the killing freeze dates, have tended to be occurring um, later as time as, as years have gone by. So, you know, this year with all the late planting that we had uh, here in parts of Indiana and and Ohio and Michigan, everyone is certainly hoping that trend continues because uh, an early frost, and in some cases even a normal frost date, could be quite damaging to some of these exceptionally late planted crops.
1: Yeah, and it depends what part of the country you're from, too. Northern parts are more likely, of course, to have Mm
0: -hmm. an early
1: frost than the southern parts. So let's talk about frost itself. What exactly is it? and the conditions needed for it to develop.
0: Frost is, I guess, maybe one of the simplest ways to describe is is that it's frozen condensation on the leaves. You know, this time of year, uh, I think we all know how wet these fields are every morning, and, and you just get soaked as you walk through them because of the condensation that occurs overnight. But as we get out into October or even late September, when that is brought along with low temperatures, Uh, well then that condensation can freeze on the surface of the leaves and that freezing action is what damages the outside layers of plant tissue and causes damage to the leaves. Now frost itself that forms on the leaves is a different kind of injury than a true killing freeze because a killing freeze is really related to outright temperature and the lethal nature of low temperature. So Frost can occur, you know, really any time, say below 40 degrees actually. It doesn't have to get down to freezing. But a true killing freeze, at least for corn, we typically think of as being 28 degrees to be a true killing freeze that would literally kill the entire above-ground plant.
1: At 28 degrees, does it have to be for a certain amount of time or just when it hits that temperature, that's it?
0: Well, most will comment that it probably takes three to four hours of that kind of temperature to, to be lethal. If it just briefly dips down for you know a few minutes or a half hour, that it won't have nearly effect as if it hangs down there for three or four hours.
1: When we come back, we'll talk about factors that impact the effect of a frost on crops and signs of frost damage. Farming isn't just farming. Farming is science. Farming is technology. That means it's always changing. So how exactly do you stay up on things when you're already busy? Simple. Just listen to Aspire2B, to the new podcast from The Mosaic Company. Join host Wayne Carlson as he talks to experts from all over agriculture. They'll break down their inside knowledge into easy to get, no nonsense ways that translate right to your operation. Knowledge is power, and luckily, all it takes is listening. So give the podcast a download at aspire2bpodcast.com. That's Aspire, the number two, the letter B. Podcast.com, brought to you by The Mosaic Company. Bob, why does growth stage matter so much when we're talking about frost?
0: It matters because a crop is not considered to be safe from the damage of frost until it has reached physiological maturity, uh, which by definition is simply that point in time where the grain has accumulated all the dry matter it's going to accumulate and it's in fact mature. So in corn, uh, one of the visual indicators of that physiological maturity is the development of that thin black layer at the tip of the kernels, and that typically occurs at grain moistures that are about 30% moisture, and so physiological maturity is not the same as harvestable maturity because typically farmers like to have corn moisture below 25% uh, before they harvest So if frost occurs, and and maybe more importantly, if significant damage from frost or freeze occurs before maturity, depending on how far away from maturity the crop was, that determines how much possible yield loss there will be, because that really hard freeze that literally shuts the plant down will also shut down the process of filling that grain with dry matter. So Uh, That's why we worry about whether these late-planted crops will mature and reach physiological maturity before a killing freeze, because if they don't, then we're looking at some potentially significant yield loss.
1: So how long should you wait, if you see signs of frost damage, before you make an actual assessment? Are there cases where the plant can recover?
0: Light frost, the answer is sort of. Um, Killing freeze, the answer is no. And when I say sort of, you know, the consequences of a light frost is that it obviously damages the exposed leaves. If uh, leaves are not completely exposed, especially if they're shaded by other leaves, you may not get frost developing on those shaded leaves. So they'll continue to function in the following days. And then as long as if the main plant itself, if the main stalk does not die, uh, which typically doesn't happen with a light frost. It usually, it usually takes a killing freeze to literally kill the entire plant. So if the stalk itself remains alive, then there's opportunity for a little bit of remobilization of some of the stored non-structural carbohydrates in that stock tissue, remobilization up to the, the grain and provide a little more dry matter to the grain before maturity. So, you know, again, that's why we sort of worry or, or we're certainly cognizant of, of what the growth stage is when we get the frost. In terms of how long do you wait? Well, you know, at this point in the season, there really is no management decision you're going to make. And so there's no big rush to decide how severe the damage was. You know, it's different than early season when we get a frost in, in May and, and you really need to figure out if that crop's going to recover because that determines if you're going to replant. Well, as we get out to physiologic maturity, you know, we don't have those kinds of decisions. So ultimately then the answer to the question is, you wait and let the plant show you what happens. If the plant totally melts down, you know it's dead. And whereas if it's in the following days, if some of the leaves die from frost damage, other leaves remain green, then you know that the crop has a little more time to keep filling the grain.
1: So no absolute rush if you can help it. As far as corn goes, mm-hmm. um, how do you uh, determine harvestability as far as the dense stage of the corn?
0: Ultimately, it's not so much the extent of any damage from frost or freeze. It Ultimately, it comes down to the simpler... Uh, factor of what's the grain moisture because even if the crop is hit by a severe freeze that kills the plant before it's mature you still need to wait until that grain dries down to harvestable moisture regardless and so uh, in that regard it doesn't really matter you know in terms of being at that dense stage and how to assess it because it's still a matter of waiting for that grain to dry down to harvestable moisture levels.
1: We'll talk a little more about that. Bob's going to give us some tips on harvesting and handling frost-damaged corn and beans when we come back. Farming isn't just farming. Farming is science. Farming is technology. That means it's always changing. So how exactly do you stay up on things when you're already busy? Simple. Just listen to Aspire to Be, the new podcast from The Mosaic Company. Join host Wayne Carlson as he talks to experts from all over agriculture. They'll break down their inside knowledge into easy-to-get, no-nonsense ways that translate right to your operation. Knowledge is power, and luckily, all it takes is listening. So give the podcast a download at aspire2bpodcast.com. That's aspire, the number 2, the letter B, podcast.com. Brought to you by The Mosaic Company. What are your recommendations on harvesting frost-damaged crops?
0: You know, two factors. Again, the the simplest factor is moisture content. If a crop is not yet at physiologic maturity, and let's say it's reached the half milk line stage where that milk line in the kernel is about halfway down the face of the kernel, moisture at that point is typically about 40%. So let's say that a killing freeze comes in on a crop that's at that point, it gets killed when the grain is 40% moisture, that grain still needs to dry down. And so then it's just a matter of You know, what's the temperature, uh, the sunny days versus cloudy days, all of that factors into how long it'll take for that grain to dry down. If it's a killing freeze, and again, that would be 28 degrees Fahrenheit, if a killing freeze comes in before maturity, kills the entire plant, there is the chance then of that plant collapsing as it dies. And so then you're faced with this decision of, okay, you know, how long do I let that grain dry down because the plants are starting to collapse, it's making it more difficult to harvest mechanically, and that's a sort of a a big balancing act as to, you know, when do you pull that trigger? And so there might be the situation where the weakness or the standability of the field is deteriorating so fast that you may decide that, hey, i got to get in there, even though it's just barely below 30% moisture. i got to get in there to harvest and accept the risk of damage to the grain from harvesting that wet in exchange for being able to harvest it at all in order to harvest it before it falls completely down. So, you know, a lot of these decisions are compromises, and quite often there's no single right decision to make, and it's all about compromise and taking the lesser of the evil, so to speak.
1: What about soybeans? Same type of deal. Yeah, it is, and you know the risk with soybeans partly
0: depends on on whether those pods deteriorate enough that they start to shatter before that grain has gotten down to an adequate moisture level. So, a little more tricky to a certain extent if those are green stem plants that get killed by frost, they're going to collapse pretty easily themselves and that increases the harvest difficulty and then this possible risk of the pods shattering and and simply a lot of the seeds falling out onto the ground. It just, uh, you know, leads to the difficulty.
1: There's going to be a lot of decisions, hard decisions that will have to be made here in the coming weeks. Bob, do you have any other tips for us?
0: Well, I'm not sure I have any good advice because, again, it really all does depend on the weather. It depends on uh, the timing of not just the simple frost, but more importantly, the killing freeze. And with corn, at least, as I've gone through some calculations with growing degree days and you know, trying to estimate, you know, when should some of these late planted fields mature? Um, throughout much of northern Indiana and even up into southern Michigan, assuming that growers that were faced with late planting also switched to earlier maturity hybrids, and and even if they switched down, say, to a hundred day hybrids, the calculations I've done suggest that most of those fields should mature physiologically before an expected normal date of a killing freeze, and, and that would be you know mid to late October. And so I'm I'm hopeful in that sense that quite a few of these late planted fields will in fact reach maturity. The downside, or or maybe the other thing to consider, though, is that that is simply reaching maturity, and that grain is still very wet. And if it matures in mid to late October, we know typically how slow it continues to dry in the field at that point on the calendar. So my lesser concern is when it's going to mature. My bigger concern is... At how fast will it get down to a harvestable moisture content? And my fear is it could lead to a very late harvest season. And of course, once we get into a late harvest, then we're dealing with even higher risks of of bad weather during harvest and standability of the crops and greater mechanical losses. So I I think that's probably the bigger concern at this point.
1: Yeah, interesting how weather six months ago can impact what Mm -hmm. happens now. So. All right, well, thank you very much, Bob Nielsen, for all of your tips on frost and harvesting this fall. For successful farming, I'm Jody Hinky.